0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies in the Mirror. My name's Tom Brown and once again I'm pleased to be joined by my friend and cousin Arthur Brown.
1: Hello, hello everyone.
0: It must be said I have done precisely zero preparation for this this
1: issue. Poor, Podcast land is shaking its its weighty head. (laughs) But
0: I don't think you need to do too much for this because I don't think this is a, a particularly deep film. Although, I, I might be wrong, we were talking about doing a romantic comedy because we thought we needed to sort of down the kind of masculine quotient that we'd, we'd had in the yes. previous films.
1: This podcast has depth, let's yeah. be absolutely clear. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so in that spirit, we decided to do Cliffhanger, which is um, a sliced alone kind of action romp.
1: I have fond memories of it again. I thought
0: this film rocked when
1: it came oh, really? out. So, so this is an interesting one because, dear listeners, you probably think that we, we always compare notes beforehand. And actually we don't. Uh, yeah. As you said, less, less preparation has gone into this one. Yeah. So I just assumed that you thought this was a stinker. No, um, because, even back in 1993 or whatever it was because
0: I don't think we should do films that we think think are stinkers because when have you ever had a film that you thought was rubbish well actually no. maybe there are sort of like deep films that you know you were maybe too young to watch and then you watch them later and you know they're hidden depths that doesn't apply to <laughs> Cliffhanger <laughs> yeah, I thought until. you were about to say and, and that brings us nicely onto Cliffhanger yeah. <laughs> but I think there has to be some yeah. sort of residual affection and mm. I went to see this uh, in the cinema once again uh, mm. it was 1993 and I was
1: too young again, I, I think.
0: I just thought it I just thought it was really good, really exciting, really fun action film, great sort of stunt set pieces, thrills and spills. It was that during that period where um Sylvester Sloan was trying to reinvent himself a little bit.
1: The Rocky Momentum having finally the or ro- at least we thought that was it. Well, back then. Around <laughs> about the time he
0: did he did a film called Copland, which is like quite a sort of Oh, yeah, that was around the
1: same era, wasn't it? Was it before or after? I think after, but not much after. Probably. the other way around, I can't remember. It was
0: either a year before or a year after. It was around about the same time. And it was a sort of... It was a more indie-ish, you'd struggle to say it was an art house film, but it was a bit more of a serious kind of crime thriller. And in interviews at the time, he was all kind of like, you know, well, you know, I've closed the book on Rocky and Rambo, you know, that ship has sailed and, you know, I'm I'm wanting to do other things now. A bit like you had with Harrison Ford at a certain point. He wanted to step out of the shadow of... Han solo and Indiana Jones and stuff yes. to do other yes. things, and you know, sure enough, in both cases, they've gone back to their most famous characters. <laughs> a at a certain point, I think you stop getting hung up on you know, oh, I want to be taken more seriously, and you kind of embrace the, you embrace it a little bit, maybe.
1: So, potted memories. Uh, are we being careful to avoid spoilers, or are we are we going to go?
0: I'm not sure I can, because I I remember the first part of this film quite well. Mm. I remember especially the opening scene, yes. uh, which is really shocking. That scared
1: me to the core when yeah. I was that age. Absolutely. I remember being really yeah. shaken by that at the time. And
0: imagine what's that, what that's like in the cinema. So yeah. quick spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Cliffhanger, this opening scene is quite shocking. And turn off now and watch Cliffhanger and come back to us, basically. But there's a there's a search and rescue operation with these two people who have been stranded on top of a cliff and they land a helicopter and they try and sort of like get them down by by doing a line across from the cliff top to the helicopter to sort of to rescue them and the harness breaks and she she, well, she falls to her death and you don't expect her to fall to her death you expect no. her to be rescued
1: i don't know about you but it played to to that fear i mean yeah. that's one of my that scares me i'm not i'm not a, an avid you know mountaineering kind of guy but but <laughs> that that whole sort of you yeah. think you're in a safe situation, then you aren't. I, I remember being really quite affected by yeah. that. And um, then,
0: pretty much the next scene, or a couple of scenes later, there's the sort of there's a mid air hijack scene, which mm. which is which is what establishes the villains. And I remember that quite well. And I remember yes. thinking that was quite a cool stunt. It will be interesting to see how that. Stands up in in hindsight. Do you remember when the Dark Knight Rises came out? Ah, oh,
1: yes, yes, very much in that vein. Also
0: starts it starts out with a mid air hijack, and I have a feeling that that is technically a, a somewhat more impressive than the one in Cliffhanger. But I might I might be wrong. Well, I'm not sure the Cliffhanger one has aged that well.
1: Do you recall the the bodacious dudes as well, which always seem to be no. They always seem to stick well. You'll you'll enjoy that the. the, 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 the the two characters who essentially are are, a, <laughs> <laughs> a sort of surfer surfer types, um, except they're on a mountain, and right. they sort of randomly pop up. So, so we'll see. We'll see whether that jars with you or not. That's the other random Is there memory a I have. Of why i
0: scrubbed this from my memory.
1: I don't think it's t- too awful, but it just mm-hmm. it might it might be the sore thumb of the movie. But yeah, no. Yeah. I, the other bits you to which you allude are the ones I remember. Yeah, I don't um, remember anything
0: after because just to say the the mid air hijack also goes wrong, mm. and the rest of the film is them trying bit to like re-
1: Prisoner Transport. Now you come it. It's to mention a bit it. like Prisoner Transport. <laughs> let's let's use a plane to transport again something that's really hijackable, and, and everyone wants to steal. Yeah, yeah that will go well again. And it just
0: <laughs> and it just says because they have to spend the rest of the film recovering the money that has been scattered around these mountain tops, and I don't remember. I really don't remember that much about all of that section.
1: Oh, and John Lithgow, who you know, has gone on to do some some great things. Big of course. fan of John Lithgow. Yeah, he's he's um, he's fantastic in Interstellar. Actually, I was rewatching that recently. He's, he's really good in that. Um, oh, I'd forgotten he was in Interstellar. Yeah, yeah, he plays the father. Because um, yeah. we've been but, watching
0: uh, 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 The Crown recently, and he is bar none the best screen Churchill I've ever seen.
1: Oh gosh, yes. I, so I haven't seen it, but I, now that you say that, I I, I recall I think he's people one, saying how. He's won years. a couple of
0: awards for it, but I mean, wow. you, you'd, I mean, if you were casting Churchill, you'd go a long time before you mentioned the name John Lithgow, mm. would you? But he's completely fantastic. And wow, way way better than um, Gary Oldman, who won the Oscar for it.
1: Again, this is maybe my final memory of Cliffhanger, <laughs> but. He britishes it up a bit as I remember. Does it? So I remember as, as a teenager there's a line where he says you stupid bastard in a sort of Englishy type way but remember, I'm not sure whether he's English or not.
0: I remember that line. <laughs> I remember that line. I didn't I I maybe forgotten that he was Deliberately trying to do an English accent. Well, that'll be interesting. That will be
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah dodgy so, accents
0: are always fun.
1: So I'm I'm pleased that you remember in, enjoying it so much. I I also have fond memories of. It. I thought it was I thought it was thrilling. I thought it was a, a cracking film at the time, and it was perfect in the sense that I don't think either of us have seen it for absolutely ages. Have we? I've
0: I've probably seen it since the cinema, but not for a hell of a long time. I reckon so it's it the nineties
1: in my yeah, case. The last time yeah, I saw it, it
0: came out in '93, and I saw it then, and I probably. It's the kind of film I might have stuck on when I was a student or something. And you know what? I kind of want to like this film. I kind Do of, you? I, well, I don't want another film where I'm just like, oh, it's actually not very good. I, you know, yeah. I kind of think Cliffhanger, you know, this is a fun Good bit of escapism. Let's yeah. let's keep it like that. I just don't, I don't want to actually I don't want to be in the pub and someone goes Oh, cliffhanger's great. And actually, i actually, know we watched it the other day and it's rubbish.
1: Yeah, you know? I, I, to give you yeah. to give you some credit as well, you you aren't one of those people that are like, well, if it doesn't tick all these various you know cinematicy boxes, then I'm not going to enjoy it.
0: Oh yeah, popcorn movies definitely you know, have their place. I really yeah. I, actually, I mean, this is the thing though. I mean, popcorn movies is a bit like comedy; they're not easy to do well.
1: They you sure know, aren't. You
0: know, like a really good, exciting, thrilling action. You know like the recent um, Mission Impossible film?
1: Wasn't that superb? It was
0: absolutely great, and I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. No, and, no, me neither. And really, like, right, and you kind of think, God, it just shows you. It's the same when you see a really funny comedy. You think, God, that's rare mm, that, mm. that it really knocks it out of the park, as the Americans say.
1: Yeah, and, and I know this is not the Mission Impossible podcast, but sort of reinvigorating... Um, yeah. A franchise. Yeah. And in this case, it would be interesting to see the extent to which, you know, it changes our perception of, of Sly himself in yeah. terms of his his range and, and all that good stuff. I've
0: never thought he was a bad actor. The actor he's always associated with is Arnold Schwarzenegger because they, they basically dominated action movies in the 1980s. Yeah. He's definitely got more range than him. mm and it's sad in a way that he's gone back to Rocky and Ralph I mean he's done it more successfully in the case of Rocky than he has Rambo but it's still mm. a bit you know you really are flogging a bit of ground where a dead horse used to be bit,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah I think I mean I enjoyed Creed don't get me wrong but yeah mm. th- there must be a part of as you said a part of him even thinking yeah I can I can offer a bit more than this the yeah. Expendables of course actually Harrison Ford pops up in one of them doesn't he I can't even remember which they all blend yeah. into one a bit but um, wasn't well, so um, there one
0: bit in it where it's actually no i'm not gonna get into this no 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 we we could be ever hours people
1: are are waiting with bated breath plus
0: uh, i wasn't i wasn't on secure ground with my anecdote, so i'm just gonna leave it there.
1: cliffhanger the verdict yeah exactly
0: (laughs) well if you want to hear about cliffhanger the verdict uh tune in in just one second when but we're gonna go have a cup of tea and watch it
1: cup of tea uh speak to you soon take care bye Well, we're back. We are back. Yes, cup of tea, Bicky's mm. cliffhanger in the can. Um, so, what do you um, think?
0: Well, where to start? <laughs> I think it's I think it's fair to say that the, the two bits that we both remembered the opening section, yes, and the and the mid air hijack sequence are the bits that we remembered. And I think there's a good reason why those <laughs> are the bits we remembered. Those still, I would say, still hold up. That beginning is still. It's still freaky.
1: Yeah. And the way it was shot, I could see why I was impressed by that in the cinema. It lo- it looks amazing, doesn't it? it? It genuinely, heart in mouth, shocking. Yeah. I still thought that was shocking all these years later. It's yeah. still, you're just like, oh. I mean, obviously the first time you don't know what's going to happen, but but even when you do know what's going to happen, it, yeah, I, I still think that is a very impressive kind of grab you by the... Yeah, You know, grab your attention straight away.
0: And it sets it up quite, quite nicely. And then the mid-air hijack scene is technically still quite impressive. Um, apparently, yes. um, we were looking up interesting facts, and apparently it's in the Guinness Book of Records as the costliest aerial stunt ever performed.
1: Well, still, presumably. Yeah, there's a
0: bit where someone Gosh. goes across a zip wire from plane to plane and apparently the stuntman who did that was paid a million dollars just to do that stunt. Wow. And Slice Alone reduced his fee by a million in order to make sure that that stunt
1: took place. So wow. that's impressive. It um, is, and it does, it does look amazing. It, that really is a yeah, can't-take-your-eyes-off-it sort of few minutes, that, But isn't it?
0: both of those sequences are meant to set up the, like the rest of the film. So it's almost like yes. okay, right? This is just the setup, but the problem is the rest of the film is just really
1: stupid. <laughs> it is quite silly, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I, I think it was you were sort of hinting at it before we we started this this episode that it kind of depends on what level you you know you enjoy it. I I still oh, we laughed I, I, a lot. Yeah, I still found it very enjoyable, but I'd forgotten how much the rest of the film involves them using some spectacularly stupid ways to try and track down these lost suitcases. So some context, basically. takes ages. Oh, yeah, yeah, some context. We haven't really (laughs) explained the plot that well. Basically... No, we um, haven't, that's true. Sylvester Stallone
0: and Michael Rooker play these two kind of mountain rescue people. Yes. uh, Alongside their colleagues, Frank, and his girlfriend, whose name is... Um, Sarah. That's it, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And basically these people who attempt to do a mid haired hijack to to steal all this, this money the hijack goes wrong the cases of the money fall down into the mountains they crash land and then they need to find the cases and these cases have a little kind of tracker thing which so they can they can locate where the cases are but they need the assistance of these mountain rescue people who they take
1: hostage and, and- they're still at that point they're not friends because of the tragic beginning, and yeah. Sly blames himself. And he's only he's only in the mountains because he forgot to pick up some stuff. Or well, no, yeah, sorry, yeah. he tries to, to persuade his love to come with him, and that's all just too complicated. So yeah. he's that's all very yeah. much
0: window dressing.
1: All of that <laughs> section there, it, it, it,
0: he's he gets onto the mountain, and yeah, he's mm. he's reunited with his old friend. There's a bit of antipathy between the two, but that's soon forgotten because they're both taken hostage by these criminals. The most in that bunch of clowns in movie history.
1: It, and there's a lot of them as well. It's not yeah. it's not there's three or four of them and they're sort of outwitted by guile and cunning. There are about, what, 12 of them or something they're at the start? There's it, a and, lot.
0: And from the very first moment, they just started making lots and lots of stupid decisions. It's kind of, they're so wicked and evil that you
1: know, common sense eludes them. Common sense eludes <laughs> them. It's kind of like, oh,
0: kill him. Oh, kill. And
1: it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. There, there was a particularly labored scene involving a sadistic Cockney, where we were chuckling, where he's explaining the rules of soccer because yeah. he, he's got this... Um, he was like, oh, I'm not on. <laughs> and it's odd. It's sort of Cockney, but in a sort of like way that makes Cockney more understandable to the general cinema guy. Yeah, yeah. And it just goes on for ages. He's a big
0: football fan, so he keeps talking about football and at one point tries to kill one of them by booting him off the top of the mountain in the manner of a striker.
1: Were you, were you wowed by John Lithgow's... Um, british turn i didn't imagine that did i and we mentioned it i did mention it prior to us watching it yeah he is doing i assume he's deliberately doing english he's got to be hasn't he yeah that can't have just been his sort of (laughs) i'll I'll do villain i've got this ready i'm just gonna do villain and see how it goes i guess he's (laughs) trying to do english it's he's good fun isn't he i mean i think again you've got to maybe view it through the lens of you were saying it you enjoyed it as a what a popcorn flick you know it, it I still thought it was a a very enjoyable watch, but yeah, yeah. gosh, it's it's silly, isn't it? But on the it? it's si- silly. On
0: silly, ridiculous kind of front... Or did, did that go mean, too far for you, watching well, it again? I made the mistake mentioning Mission Impossible for, before the break. All the way through, I was thinking, God, you know, action films... And maybe this is just a conclusion. Action, in general, doesn't age well. Because, mm. because the technology changes, it moves on, pacing of films, how action is shot... so a film like this it's
1: it showed its age it showed its age it's, mm.
0: if you're not wowed by it like visually then you're thrown back on the plot and the dialogue and then that's a,
1: a bad, it, bad place to be that's a bad place to be <laughs> um, so Sorry. the
0: dialogue is silly like John Lithgow goes. Kill one man and they call you a murderer. Kill a million and they call you a conqueror. Go figure. Yeah. And that's about as good as it gets. I mean, there are a whole load of other ones as well.
1: We don't know much about them other than they're all, you know, unpleasant people that swear and sort of (laughs) threaten to shoot. They constantly threaten to shoot the two (laughs) mountain rescue characters, but don't. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, they
0: ruthlessly kill, like, various innocent bystanders as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there was, as you pointed out, that they've got this tracking device, and yet Sylvester Stallone, with the benefit of a four-second look over the shoulder of one of them uh, when when they held them at gunpoint or whatever, seems to manage to still get to all of the cases before. Yeah. The villains, which, yeah, he, yeah he, I mean... He instantly knows where they are.
0: <laughs> Not just, like, straight away, like, gets straight to them before the villain can with the tracker. This was directed by Rennie Harlin, we found out, when the credits were growling at the start, who is the master of the crap action film. <laughs> um, he
1: did Die Hard 2... It's it's an interesting one. It perhaps could have been a future episode, except I don't know whether we do same director twice rule. And also, I think you've watched that too recently, haven't you? So we're trying to avoid things that we've seen relatively recently. I never
0: thought Die Hard 2, 2 was any good. Although, interestingly, someone in Die Hard 2 gets killed by being stabbed by a stalactite.
1: Oh yes, Which and also, you, also happens here. Is that Renny's calling card? Yeah, a bit
0: like Hitchcock doing his cameo in every film. This is like <laughs> this is Renny Harlin's version of that.
1: How would he manage to? to, to sh- is that why he shied sh- shied away from romantic comedies? Do you think? Because he couldn't get a, <laughs> couldn't death, get by a death by a site. Site. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it would it would have been fine. I think it's one of those ones where you sit back with a you know a cup of tea and I don't know some popcorn or a biscuit or whatever. I, I I did enjoy it. Oh, we I, had I, fun. I, Yeah, we it didn't. It didn't drag too much. I mean, as I said, I thought the end. It started to take its time a bit towards the end. Mind you, it ends very um, abruptly. Ex- except the very end, yeah, <laughs> which is like...
0: The last villain <laughs> dies, and they obviously just think, OK, fine, well, we've got Noah. Wrap more it to up, go. guys. Wrap it wrap up, <laughs> guys. Boom. And just literally the credits roll.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's quite almost like in more recent films, it, they just wouldn't do that. There'd be mm. some form of debrief or... Yeah. ...or I'm so glad you're my friend again, yeah. reaching an understanding. But put, in a way, it was quite an honest us.
0: ending. It's like we're not going to pretend there's any kind of interesting character. Of natural an yeah. development here. You know, you know it, we know it, yeah. we're just gonna end
1: it. It's over now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to maintain your like or your love for a film when you come back to it years later, it shows kind of shows how good it has to be, Cliffhanger, I think, in a way. Yeah. That even though it's got those expensive and memorable scenes, it's it's got quite a lot of rubbish as well. Well,
0: I can't <laughs> help feeling that we should just forget the action genre for a while.
1: You fancy a heartwarming rom-com? I just, or I, I well, as, as anything I, but action. As <laughs> I said, I just, I've come
0: to the conclusion that action films don't age well, mm. and maybe that was an obvious thing that I should have thought of immediately.
1: But- so the ones that you. Go back to; they're good for other reasons. So, like Terminator yeah. Terminator Two has just aged better, for example. Terminator
0: Two is a fantastic plot, fantastic characters. It's great it's plot, isn't it? It's that's brilliant. True. It's brilliantly directed. The action is really integrated well with the story and the characters. I mean, when the action stops in Terminator Two and you're thrown back on the plot and the characters and the dialogue, you don't go, "Oh God, this is rubbish." You, yeah, you know, this is so clunky. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, that's, that's true. That's all
1: really, really good. So mm, that's true. So it's, it's almost maybe not not an action. Well, I mean, it is an action film, but it it does much more, and therefore or it, it, yeah. the, the, your rule doesn't apply. If it's only
0: the action that you've got going for you, then it's going to age a lot, a lot sooner. Hitchcock films are kind of action romps, aren't they? Things like North by Northwest or Thirty Nine Steps, or the like. You know, oh sort of yeah. Like, but they're funny and they're witty and they're really well made, and so maybe that's why they endure. It's not because of the amazing action sequences or something. We're not doing Cliffhanger 2, even if there was a Cliffhanger 2. which There is a Backdraft
1: 2. We're um, not doing that. Which I only found out because Amazon saw that I was renting it. Other (laughs) rentals and streaming services are available. And it was like, we saw that you like Backdraft and you might like Backdraft 2. And that's that's artificial intelligence working against you. Did everyone
0: drop everything at Amazon headquarters? Oh my God, we've got someone we (laughs) might be able to (laughs) flog
1: (laughs) backdraft too. Guys, hang on, hang (laughs) on, we're we're picking something up from (laughs) London. (laughs) Yeah. So, but no sign yet of cliffhanger two. I don't. I don't think. uh, yeah, you'd think maybe Sly, having gone back to Rambo and gone back to, um... well, it was a
0: box office success, and yeah. he is a sequel king, so there's no yeah. reason, there's no reason why it shouldn't. You're be. holding
1: out hope, are you? Well, no, not, well, <laughs> not not after tonight. I agree with your point about action not aging particularly well, and also just the clunkiness that comes through in a way that you were willing to let pass when you yeah. were 16 or whatever it was. That stuck out much more this time around. Yeah. So are we are we are we giving a quick score out ten. Five, as opposed to back in the day, or, or I would have given
0: this a solid seven and a half, maybe eight. Yeah, if I was eight. In a good mood. Eighty.
1: Eight, I was thinking eightish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not an eight at all. No, it's slipped back, hasn't it? It's yeah. slipped back, and it's and I mean, I think you still have to pull out that beginning that mm. that still still grabs me and still shocks me, and that plane to plane. Looks great. Yeah, but it's score, amazing. Yeah, my
0: score of five is entirely based on the opening. But I was half gonna hour. say
1: that's that gives it up gets you up to a a, yeah. a four, five, six if you're feeling yeah. generous. Yeah. No further. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if, if you if you walked in on this film, say you'd missed the first half hour. You know sometimes mm. you're in the cinema and people like rush in because they've tried to miss the adverts and trailers. Out of massively missed time. Oh some. gosh! Just
1: I, after it, the plane it, it, sequence.
0: Exactly. And they've rushed in and they they missed the opening sequence and the plane sequence and they settled down. They would have just thought this is com- we're, we're just watching a complete turkey. Yeah. And then you would have had to convince them that no, I'm sorry, you missed like these really spectacular action sequences at the start. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's
1: not as bad as you as you thought, guys. It's yeah. really not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like face, fatal attraction. They always say fatal attraction is that like if you turn it off after the first hour, you'll think you've turned off a masterpiece. Ah, uh, yes. And then yes. it all goes
1: tits up in the second half. Mm. The two bodacious dudes I mentioned oh, briefly beforehand, you, really, you tried to block them out of your memory. Yeah, I, tell, I don't remember this at all. And then as soon as they appeared, I was like, oh, God, I remember them. I find it hard to invest in them as characters. Really. What were they yeah, there yeah. for? Well, this is, the, I think, to maybe sort of generate sympathy, where, again, spoiler alert, if you do want to watch it first, one of them ends up getting... Smoked by one of the nasty terrorists. uh, Sorry, nasty bank robbers, plane robbers, and it's you know it's quite sort of sad because he dies and it's he's an innocent bystander. But you're sort of as you said, what are they there for? They they play no part in the plot whatsoever.
0: They they don't make sense. The only reason they're there is to sort of is to reinforce how bad and evil the baddies are because they're introduced as these carefree thrill seekers at the start and then the gang of villains runs into them randomly halfway through the film, and they shoot one of them. That's the only yeah. reason they're there, yeah. to be shot. Yeah, yeah there's if, no... Aren't, aren't these fun-loving, innocent <laughs> people, you know? And, and, and didn't you like them? I didn't like them, as it happens. So I, I, so it failed even <laughs> on mean, that level. Not to that extent, but, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, but...
1: But, yeah, they're just there to be killed so that you can kind of go, oh, you
0: cold-hearted bastards.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're not there thinking, oh, you know, we would really got to know these characters, yeah. and they've been snatched away from us by... Can I just ask you one thing that's been running through my mind? Is, yeah. is that in your top, say, three Sly performances? Because I think he's pretty decent in it, Sylvester. Stallone. Again, that he does okay. Again, I think. he does all his
0: best work in the first half hour, because the opening where he yes, tries to rescue the fair. girl and, he die, and then he has an his remote, remorse and remorse, and he has a kind of touching scene with his girlfriend, which is not, you know, brilliantly written or acted, but he holds his but own. But not bad. Her. Yeah, he's not, perfectly. Not,
1: not compared to John Lithgow's British, you know. Yeah. yeah, 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 I will say, in terms of a test of we thought this before and this after. Obviously, I, I'd li- I'd leave it a little while. Don't get me wrong, but I I would watch that again. There's enough going on to entertain you to make a decent evening of it. I wouldn't wouldn't rush to see it again, but I wasn't like, oh my goodness, where on earth did we come up with that idea from? <laughs> you See, I'm
0: not sure I will watch this film again. No, though. I know. Like...
1: No, consign it to the the nonsense. You promised me you wouldn't do this again. No, I know. I you know. said you were going to enjoy it and you're not averse to a popcorn flick. We need to continue our search for a popcorn flick that stands the test of yeah, time. Yeah, but not for a while. We're, we're, but, not, we're, we're, but not until we've done some other areas. <laughs> some other areas which, which
0: are more fruitful than this one, I think.
1: Sounds like a plan to me. Absolutely.
0: Well, anyway, if you uh, like what you hear, do please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That would be fantastic. Yeah, and drop us some comments on Facebook and Twitter. We are Movies in the Mirror and at movies underscore mirror on Instagram, I think, or Twitter—you'll find it. It's You're fine. across all that. I'm <laughs> across all of that trendy that kind of stuff. social media yeah, yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah. You can or you can write us point. a letter. <laughs> no, wait, no, you can't. No, no, you no can't. we don't have the staff. Yeah, Sorry, and we're not giving out our address <laughs> or a post box. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Just put movies in the
0: middle <laughs> on the envelope, and I'm sure even the least orientated person will find it. So it's all fair. <laughs> but, okay, we'll scratch that idea. Yeah, <laughs>
1: social media it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely excellent. Great. Okay, then. Until next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye.